0: Welcome to this edition of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. Quick note about the audio in this episode. We had some glitches in my audio that I found in editing, but we had some really great content and I didn't want to re-record everyone. So there are going to be some edits. It's not perfect, and I apologize for that. Hope you enjoy the series. Thanks for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont.
1: I'm Ronnie Chan.
0: So joining us today, friend of the pod, Danielle Jones from SAP Concur Agile Operations. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Brent. Thanks for having me. Of course. And joining us, friend of the pod, because you listened to the last episode, so you've heard his voice before, Scott Palmer, Senior Project Manager for Business Process Improvement Team at ISBN. Hello, Scott. How are you? Hello, doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Of course. So, we're doing the second iteration on introverts and extroverts. And we found out through 15 minutes of conversation that we needed a little more time because we wound up the introverts and we got them going. So let's go. Danielle, you were thinking we should talk about tools. Talk talk to me about tools.
2: You know, so how do I, as an introvert at heart, uh, effectively facilitate or consult for a team, say, full of extroverts or a combination? How can I still be effective if I'm In a shell, so to speak, Um, some good tools uh, we talked about were icebreakers and maybe if I get comfortable with who I know is in the room, you know, and their personalities, then I will kind of know how to move going forward. But I'd love to know your thoughts on how if you are an introvert, you can still be effective on a team full of extroverts. Anybody have any thoughts.
0: Ronnie.
1: Um, So I want to pick up on um, what we talked about in the previous iteration. Um, I I think safety is really, really important for people to feel comfortable, um, you know, rather be just being there, right? Um, A lot of introverts are introverts because they don't like people or not necessarily um, (laughs) have have to deal with people, right? They like the solitude, they like the quiet, they need the time to energize. So the difference between extroverts and introverts um, is that how they recharge their batteries, right? Um, Introverts recharge their battery by kind of staying quiet and having their quiet time and and solitude. That's how they recharge their brain, recharge their batteries. Extroverts recharge by um, being with people and that's how they get their energy with, from the from the external outside, right? But in either in either case, um, you know, um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. Because you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, when you were talking through all of that, isn't it interesting how they have team events, and team events are usually scheduled by extroverts. Yes, yes. Whereas yes. introverts mm-hmm. are like why? Can can I just go back (laughs) home? Because I'd really rather have my time at home. Mm -hmm. So Scott, I want to ask you a question. Walk me through the difference of an engagement as a one-off versus a team that you're constantly interacting with. How do you play the difference between the two?
3: Uh, With an extrovert? As an extrovert
0: or as an introvert.
3: So one-on-one, I, I think a little, kind of what uh, Ronnie said in the uh, first episode, I hadn't I hadn't put words to it, but I kind of am connecting with it. What is it? The uh, public introvert um, and then the, you know, at-home introvert. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, so one-on-one, I think it's more that um, I'll say I'm more open or more, uh, yeah, more open in those, those situations. Um, more... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to say direct, not direct, sure. but you're just, yeah, Brent, you and me, you know, we can have a quick oh. icebreaker and, you know, All then good. we, and then we're, then we, you know, uh, have our conversation um, with the group, you know, it's going back to you got to read the room. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, as everyone's speaking, I thought a lot about, um, actually laughing inside because sometimes the easiest way to think about these is think about situations where they happened and then you're like, oh wish I would have done this or this um, or this actually worked um, but for me, I like to think can you set create a framework for that team to kind of operate in whether that's right. a safety word like squirrel like okay <laughs> I'm an yeah. introvert you got me to talk and now I'm gonna say, squirrel because you know we're going off topic you know or i'm done talking because seriously i don't want to talk about this anymore Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly a thumbs up thumbs down you know start to let that team self-govern themselves a little bit um if if they're going off track
0: yeah Yeah. well i think it goes back to the difference between whether or not it's a one-off engagement or if it's an ongoing thing so as Mm -hmm. a scrum master or as a coach or a facilitator If you're working with a team on an ongoing basis, if you're an introvert, you start off and it's just like, you're just trying to read the room and you're trying to figure out how to best engage that team to make them more efficient. If you're an extrovert, you're like, okay, I want to just feed off this energy and just go with it from there. So I would think it would be interesting from a teammate perspective, or you have a brand new facilitator who's come in and is on a long-term engagement with that team. How does that play off? Right? Do you have to, do you think of the, the introvert who comes in and is like trying to feel out the room, whether or not they're actually effective as opposed to the extrovert who is just like, okay, let's go everybody, woohoo, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. okay, everybody put, put, uh, put your favorite film on a, on a sticky and put it on your forehead and everybody's got to guess it out or whatever. Right. It's just, how do you, how do you make that happen? So it's, Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting from both ends. It's the, how does a team view an introvert coming into a team? How does a team view an extrovert coming into the team? How do they interact with each other?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. everyone should be an introvert if you're brand new to the team, just to read them, right? Because if you're new right. to my team and you're coming in as maybe a facilitator of some sort and you come in and you're like on level 1000 and yet you don't know what level we're on, you, me as an introvert, I'm, you're immediately going to lose me because I'm going to say, yeah. oh, my, you're doing right. too much, yeah. you know, like right, exactly. <laughs> I'm gone. So, yeah, I think everybody should come into it initially as kind of just relaxing a little and reading you know how everybody else is -hmm. yeah
0: listening send send less send less receive more
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right yeah perfect that's awesome Ronnie
1: yes so what I where I was going with that earlier thought is you know the difference between introvert and extrovert in either case what as a facilitator we need to do is figure out the people's comfort zone that's how Um, so you want to make them feel comfortable if you're, if you're an introvert, you want to make them feel comfortable that, um, you know, they can, they can be participants. Uh, they can be part of the organ, you know, part of the conversation, right. Um, with the extroverts, you want them to kind of, um, they, you want them to express themselves. So you don't want to shut them down, but you also want to encourage them to listen as well. Right. So, um, so it's the balancing act thing, right. Mm and um, one thing I noticed is, for example, if you're coming in with a new team and if you're like, predominantly introverts, it's gonna take time um, for them to gel. Um, that's why I think in agile scrum environment, uh, it's really encouraged that the team stay together for for you know a long time, right? Because as time goes, they get better. Uh, they get to understand each other better, they get to, um, to learn how to work with each other. Um, So I I think uh, that's definitely a helpful thing to have a team continue to work together, not interchangeable teams. I don't think that's um, too productive.
0: So I wanna take one of your points, Ronnie, talking about a team that grows, has been together for a Mm -hmm. long time. They end up, they develop a little bit of a team shorthand, right? So it's like, I can say Mm -hmm. squirrel to you and you know what that means. Mm-hmm. So Scott, working with that kind of a team where they've been together for a long time and they've got this magical phrase, if you're new to the team, how do you interact with that, both as an intro intro and an extro?
3: I mean, new to the team, I mean, well, yeah. being an introvert, it's easy for me to listen first. So that's, that's how I'm going to engage with the team to start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. to Danielle's point of of the extrovert, right? So you're going to have to almost remind that person send less, receive more.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
3: a great point. I mean, uh, one of my I'll just say one of my good friends, extrovert. It's you know you do remind that person you know um, you know they want to process out loud. Um, And sometimes they'll get feedback on that. And they're like, why am I getting this feedback? Um, You know, and it's, uh, well, you, you know, if you think a lot too much, it can come across in a a different way than what you're, what you're hoping. Um, And that's, that's the same true if you never speak up and you just listen. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a balance there.
0: Right. And to me, that makes me think of, and I hate to sound like I'm actually doing it, but it's the pro, the product owner who wants to solution the problem while they're writing the ticket, right? So they're writing out the story and it's like, here's this thing. And if they process out loud, they're already coming up with the solution. It's like, dude, I'm making the sausage. You're just telling me that you need sausage. Can Mm -hmm. I please just do that? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a challenge for everybody on a team because you can end up with stakeholders who think out loud. You can end up with project owners who can think out loud. So you have to be able to kind of rein them in too. Mm-hmm. So then it goes to, to Ronnie's point of, do you have a team shorthand? Can you say squirrel to that person and make them go, oh, wait, I'm trying to problem solve it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> no, it's very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's real. Good. It's real, right? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I yeah. Think so have I we was... hit the
0: point, Ronnie, or you got something else?
1: Well, I, you know, I was just, I, I, was in, I just thought of something that um, I was watching a basketball game yesterday, right? And uh, the Warriors struggling. It was earlier this year that it was struggling because they were the new members. Um, and there were some, you know, very well uh, known good players weren't playing as well. And it's all because. It's like new players coming in, they're trying to feel each other out. They don't know how to play, when to pass, when to expect you know, somebody to be in certain position. It's kind of like that, right? It takes time to gel. It takes a little uh, working together uh, to learn each other. And I think that applies um, to this as well, right? Yeah, I think it's a good
0: point. It's we as coaches, facilitators, uh, consultants, Project managers, anyone who's managing an event or managing a team or managing something like that, how do you get the team to flow together? How do you mm-hmm. get the pass to Steph Curry, as the example? How do you mm-hmm. get the uh, brand new drummer in a jazz band to play at the right pace? How do you do all of those things? I think I think we've now hit the the theme for.
1: Well around. The,
0: the next tip, right? Is um, that how, how do you help people figure out that next step? Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that as another episode? Because we're almost at time. We can. <laughs> I was yeah, just right? going okay, to so, say that. <laughs> OK, it's all good. So we've got a theme for the next iteration. So congratulations. We've got one more iteration. <laughs> Who knows? We might have another one after that. So until then, I'm Brent. I'm Ronny Chan. I'm Danielle. And Scott. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating in your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at fasterthanastandup.com, or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Stand-Up. The opinions on this podcast are solely those of the participants and not of their employers.